You are now listening to I Can't Wait to Tell You with Casey Edward. Welcome to I Can't Wait to Tell You, a podcast I created to share with you my knowledge, stories, and ideas on everything from manifestation and meditation to money, sex and relationships, self-love and body image, and life in general. I want you to know that you are not your thoughts, that you can choose your thoughts, and thus you and only you create your reality. It's time for you to take control of your life and let joy and abundance be your natural state of being. We all deserve to make some magic, so let's jump right in because there are so many things I can't wait to tell you. We got soul, style, and soul. Let's just let the good times roll. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of I Can't Wait to Tell You. I am your host, Casey Edward. Thank you, as always, for being here. If this is your first time tuning into the show, the intention of this podcast is to help you thrive spiritually, physically, mentally, and emotionally. If you have listened to the show before, welcome back. I am so grateful for every single one of you here with me today. On today's solo episode, I'm going to be talking about speaking up for yourself and why this is important not only for you but for others and I have two examples from my own life that I want to share one's a fun smaller silly example and one's a bigger picture example so I want to just dive right in and I I know I've talked on the show and you can go back in into the episodes where I've talked pretty extensively about setting boundaries and about speaking your truth but I really want to come back to this because again ultimately The more that you speak up for yourself and the more that you speak your truth, the more you're helping other people and the collective. So the first example that I want to dive into is about a manicure that I got recently. So on Saturday, I went for a walk and I got my nails done. And as I was getting my nails done, I could tell that, well, so it was very busy. And I could tell that the girl who was doing my nails was kind of just rushing through, going through the motions. And so when she finished up, I could tell my nails didn't feel how they normally felt and that they weren't going to last, but it was hard to articulate because they look, they looked the same. Nothing was like fundamentally wrong about them. I could just tell they weren't right. And so I was like, you know what? I I can't say anything right now because maybe it will be fine. I kind of have a feeling it's not going to be fine. It didn't feel like the normal, the normal experience that I have at this place. So I'm just going to see what happens. And I've been going to this place since they opened. So they know me. And so sure enough, it's been two and a half days and today they were chipping and it's not working. Like the gel manicure that's supposed to last for a few weeks is chipping. And so I realized I want to go back in and be honest and get my nails redone or get them fixed, but probably get them redone. And at first my mom was like, I don't want to do that. (laughs) Like my mom was like, no, I don't want to do that. But my soul was like, yeah, of course we want to do that. We want our nails done. We just got them done and we paid good money for them and we want them done. And I think that the reason sometimes we have resistance to doing this, and I didn't have body resistance. Like now I can tell when the mind is just complaining about this. I didn't have like visceral like uh, resistance. But so I think that sometimes we have these preconceived notions of like, wait, you're going to go back in and say something or you're going to go get your nails done all over again for free? Like what? You know, because so many times we're just like, oh, you know, just deal with it. Or, or someone tells us that we're too much if we're doing something. But so I knew that I wanted to get my nails done and it would feel better. 
And so I went in and the manager knows me and knew that she had seen me, you know, two days ago. And she's like, hey, what's up? Pretty much. And I was like, my nails are already chipping. I'm going on vacation. I just want them to last. And I can tell that they're already, you know, not lasting. (laughs) And so she was like, who did them? And I told her. And again, I I, want to say this. I went in in a place of love and kindness and I just want to speak up for myself and get this redone. I didn't go in feeling salty. I didn't go in feeling sassy or self-righteous. And I feel like that's how I used to do things when something was wrong. And that's okay because at first it's almost like your nervous system isn't used to speaking up for yourself. So you have to kind of have that, that safety net of going in and like being not combative, but you're kind of like my nails didn't last. I need them redone. And so that's how I kind of used to do things. But then I started to realize that that doesn't feel good. That feels icky. And now I feel safe speaking my truth. So I'm going to go in with love and with the intention of just having this fixed, but from a place of kindness. And so she asks who did, did my nails and I tell her. And so I sit down and she calls the girl over and she shows her why that might've happened. And this girl just as background, I I haven't seen her in the salon before. I don't know if she's new, she's younger, but so she shows her what happened to my nails and explains why that probably happened. And the girl who did my nails originally does my nails. Now, if I had been salty and sassy, it could have been a little awkward or the girl would have felt uncomfortable, but I could feel her energy. She didn't feel uncomfortable because I didn't feel uncomfortable. Neither of us felt weird. And as she's doing them, she was like, oh, so sorry about that. Like I used a different drying machine than I usually do and I didn't let them dry enough so thank you for being patient I'm sorry you had to come in I'm sorry for your time and I was like no worries it happens so now I'm sitting here with perfect nails no one was hurt in the process everyone's good and I get to go back to my favorite nail salon now I want to play out the ulterior situation that could have happened that might have happened in the past for me and that I know this is how some people would handle it if they weren't in tune with speaking up for themselves or being aligned with what they desired and speaking so in a kind way. So the ulterior would have been, the alternative would have been to every time I nail chipped this week to let it fester and bother me more (laughs) and to feel aggravated even though I could be doing something about it. So having this this festering, like insidious feeling about it. And then instead of going back to my nail salon, maybe I leave a bad Google review. Maybe I don't go to this salon where I've been going for a long time where they know me by name and where I really like going because I can walk to it. Maybe this becomes this whole uncomfortable thing. And then I'm like, shit, (laughs) you know, but instead I went in, I spoke up for myself. I said what happened. The girl was like, okay, thank you for letting me know used that other dryer and kind of didn't let it dry enough. Now I know they keep me as a client. I get to go back. Like it, it helps everyone out. It helps everyone out because they don't lose a really, a really, what is the word I'm looking for? Consistent, (laughs) consistent client. And also now someone learned to not rush through nails. Like they're like, so sorry for your time. And I was like, you know what? It's okay. Right? Like it's okay. And so that's one example that I wanted to, wanted to give. And then the other example is a little bit of a bigger example, a more big picture life example. And I won't get too into the weeds, but basically, so if you've listened to the show before, about six months ago, I got an in-person job. I shifted out of working for myself. So I worked, I have this business podcasting and corporate wellness coaching. And then I also was doing remote work for people as like a virtual assistant, a copywriter, social media, et cetera. And then I felt called to get a job in person. So six months ago, I started a job in person 
And this is where the episodes actually unfolded about boundaries because I set boundaries at work and I spoke up for myself and I really practiced speaking my truth and saying what I needed. And over time, what I realized was what wasn't working in the scenario was the person who was my supervisor, was this man who was my supervisor. And so towards the end, I could feel myself just feeling uncomfortable. It was no longer comfortable to be in the situation. And again, I had spoken up for myself and tried to create boundaries or try to come up with solutions to the problem that I was having and they didn't work. And so I realized, okay, it's time for me to step away then. This is no longer in alignment and there's nothing I can do about it. I tried and that's not victim. That's, I, I wasn't saying it from like a victim standpoint. I was like, I did everything in my power, right? I did. I'm very aware when I'm being a victim and I'm the first person to say that I'm being in my victim. But this time it was just like, okay, huh. Like I did everything in my power and it's not working. And there's a saying about everyone is a teacher and I felt that the person, this person was a teacher for me because I spoke my truth to this person and to everyone in the company and it didn't work out. And what I learned from that saying, everyone's a teacher is, yeah, everyone's a teacher. And sometimes you get to walk away from that teacher after you learn the lesson. <laughs> like you don't have to stay in that person's bubble. You don't have to stay around that person. Like sometimes you learn the lesson and then it's time to cut the ties. Right. And so Basically, I give my two weeks and me and essentially the CFO are just kind of in passing, like doing doing some things in the showroom, putting things out. And he asks me why. And I was like, it's not working out. And we kind of just drop it. And the next morning before work, I'm going for a run. And my whole being is like, you have to speak up for yourself. You have to speak your truth. You have, And at this point, I'm like, damn, again? Because <laughs> I had spoken up. I had spoken up a lot, you know? And But I, I knew it was right. I knew it was right. So the next day I go in and to the CFO, I, I say, hey, do you have a minute? And so we sit down and I say, I just want to be honest with you. I'm leaving because of blank. And I say the person's name. I'm leaving because of them. This was not working. They are not doing the work that they are supposed to be doing, but they're telling me what to do and micromanaging me and then also taking credit for some of my work. And also the way that they tell me to do things or critique me is very uncomfortable. And I just want to be honest about that. And there's his response to me was, thank you for that feedback. That's the only way we can make change. And I share this because, again, this is helping everyone when you speak up for yourself. This is helping everyone. And when you speak up for yourself, I I want to want to line this list out for you. So as time went on, as I spoke up for myself, as I set boundaries, I had talked directly to my my supervisor, the one that I was kind of uncomfortable around. And it wasn't working. I wasn't being heard. And so at this point, I knew that A, I was so uncomfortable around this person that I I did not feel called to say to them. I was leaving specifically because of them. I felt called to say, thank you for what you did for me. This isn't working for me. And I've given most of my reasons why, and you've heard them, and now I'm going to walk away. Because sometimes, like, when you speak up for yourself, if your nervous system or if you feel weird around someone, and especially if they haven't heard you any of the other times, it's okay to go to someone else and say, this is why I'm leaving. It's okay to speak your truth. Not, like, if that person's not hearing you, you have to go to someone else. You do. And is it a little edgy? Kind of. But also, does it feel really good to stand up for yourself? Yeah. It really does. It felt really good to hear my voice heard. And it felt really good to have it be like, thank you. We need that feedback. If I hadn't known that, how could I make change? That's literally what he said to me. So thank you. 
And so this is what I'm saying is that when you speak up for yourself and you speak your truth and you do so with kindness, but also with clarity and conviction, it helps everyone and helps the collective. And then in this situation, all that felt good was to say my piece and to then cut all the energy, all the cords with love and walk away. That's where, that's where it ended for me. That was it. I say gratitude for it. I thank everyone and I leave and I spoke my truth and it felt so good. It felt so good. And sometimes you are going to speak up for yourself and you're going to speak your truth and nothing's going to change and that's okay. But then you have to change. You have to make the change. Okay. And so what I'm saying is, again, I just want to say you can do so with kindness. You can do so with clarity. You can do so with conviction and it's going to help everyone. It's going to help the collective. It's going to help the next person who comes into your position and doesn't have to deal with what you had to deal with. It's going to help someone who's your friend, who's nail chips and doesn't want to go to the nail salon and is about to leave a bad Google review. And instead is like, you know what? That person might have just been having a human moment and fucked up my nails, but I'm still going to go back to them. Right? So speaking up for yourself, speaking your truth, righting wrongs is going to help you those around you, and ultimately the collective. So that is what I've got for you today. I hope you enjoyed. If you find value in the show, please do leave a review and a comment on iTunes or a star review on Spotify. If you listen there, you can follow along with me at I can't wait to tell you dot podcast or Casey underscore Edward. I've never said the podcast Instagram first. That just threw me for a loop. <laughs> Both of them will be in the show notes. Thank you so much for tuning in today. Until next time, I love you.